according to the homer, the shekel shall be 20 geras, 20 shekels, 25 shekels, and 15 shekels shall be your minna. We'll conclude our reading at this point. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 45, verse 12. You've been listening to a serialized reading of the Bible, the American Patriots Bible, with episodes presented each morning at 8.15 on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Your reader has been Barbara. Thank you for listening. The following program is intended for listeners who are blind, have low vision, or have another print disability, which makes reading, holding a book, or turning a page difficult or impossible. The content is copyrighted by the respective publishers. For more information, please visit us on the web at nfradioreading.org. Hello, this is Sandra Bond, and for the next half hour, I'll be reading from the May 2023 issue of the Challenger Community News on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. First of its kind lawsuit filed on behalf of victims of 514 Massacre. Lawsuit alleges that social media platforms algorithms which highlighted violent racist and anti-Semitic material radicalized gunman Peyton Gendron and inspired attack on predominantly black community. For attorney John V. Elmore, representing the families of three of victims killed in the May 14, 2022 Tops Massacre and one of the survivors, is somewhat personal. During a recent Saturday morning talk show on WUFO Radio, he revealed that he experienced his first mass shooting during his senior year at Olean High School when a sniper, a classmate, opened fire. One of the respondents on the scene was Olean's first African-American firefighter, his father, who was shot in the head and crippled for the rest of his life. According to John, it was the first mass shooting in a school recorded by the FBI. Recalling the impact it had on his family and himself, he said that things were different then. Back then I couldn't do anything, he told radio host Sam Radford, but now we're in a position to do something. God works in mysterious ways. On May 12th, just two days shy of the anniversary of the racist field shooting at Topps Market, the law office of John V. Elmore, along with his partner and daughter, Kristen Elmore Garcia, Matthew P. Bergman, founding attorney of the Social Media Victims Law Center, J. Adam Skaggs and Lee Rome of Giver's Law Center to Prevent Gun Violence, held a press conference where they announced the, the filing of a wrongful death lawsuit in response to Peyton Gendron's racially motivated attack at Topps Friendly Markets. Ten people were killed, all of them black, and three people were injured. According to the lawsuit, Gendron live-streamed his murderous rampage on Twitch, hoping to inspire future acts of mass violence. The ability to live-stream his attack was a major factor in convincing him to go forward with the massacre, the lawsuit says. No one deserves to lose their life at the hands of another, especially when that person was motivated by false and hateful content fed to them online said attorney Elmore Garcia, the combination of racist rhetoric on social media and the availability of combat-style gear created a deadly situation that never should happen again. 
The lawsuit is being brought on behalf of survivor Letitia Rogers, 34, who was working customer service at Tops and called 911 in the midst of the horrific attack, and the families of the, of the following three victims, all of whom were killed in the massacre. Andre McNeil, 53, a father of five who was in Tops to buy a birthday cake for his three-year-old son's birthday party. Catherine Cat Massey, 72, a community activist and retired teacher. And Hayward Patterson, 67, a deacon at State Tabernacle Church of God and a retired security guard. During the press gathering, media also had an opportunity to hear from family members of two of the victims, Adriana Massey, Barbara Massey Maps, Leandra Elliott, and Shawanda Rogers. It was an emotional 30 minutes for the women as they recounted the pain of losing their loved ones to hate-filled violence. The tears flowed as they told about the impact that had on their children, grandchildren, families, and their personal struggle to live normal lives in the wake of such pain, still raw a year later. Attorney Elmore pointed out that their grief, pain, and suffering is an example of what's going on with many families in the wake of the killings, yet we do not have a Grieving Families Act in, state New York. in the state of New York. He called on Governor Hochul to reconsider signing a new bill before her. One of a kind. The 144-page complaint is described by Attorney Elmore as one of the first lawsuits of its kind to hold social media and other manufacturers responsible based on its manufacturing and design. Elmore and his partners agree that it will not be an easy battle, but their goal, he said, is to stop the carnage and protect the community. We don't want it to happen again. The complaint, which was filed with the State of New York Supreme Court, County of Erie, alleges that the May 14 shooter, Peyton Gendron, was radicalized by the algorithms driving the social media products used, which fed him increasingly racist, anti-Semitic, and violence-inducing content. Excuse me, content. These uh, addictive algorithms, in turn, maximized his engagement with the platforms and the corresponding advertising revenue to the companies. These radicalized posts also provided the training, access equipment, and expertise to plan and execute the massacre. Those named in the lawsuit are Meta Platforms Incorporated, formerly known as Facebook, Snap Incorporated, Alphabet Incorporated, Google's parent company, Discord Incorporated, Reddit Incorporated, Amazon Company, Amazon.com Incorporated, which operates the Twitch live streaming service, RMA Armament, an Iowa-based body armor manufacturer. Vintage Firearms, a retail gun store located in Endicott, New York, Mean LLC, a custom firearms manufacturer in Woodstock, Georgia, which sells the Mean MA Lock, and Paul and Paula Gedron, Gedron's parents. Gedron was motivated to commit his heinous crime by racist, anti-Semitic, and white supremacist propaganda fed to him by social media companies, said Anthony, excuse me, Attorney Bergman. These posts led him down a rabbit hole of increasingly radical sites where he was indoctrinated in white supremacist replacement theory and violent accelerationism. This horrible crime was neither an accident nor coincidence, but rather the foreseeable result of social media companies' intentional design excuse me, intentional decision to maximize user engagement over public safety.
I and my law partner, Kristen Elmore Garcia, have been working with the families of the senseless, racially motivated hate crime for the past year, said attorney John V. Elmore. Peyton Gendron has pleaded guilty to these murders and is no longer a danger to society. However, the social media platform that radicalized him and the companies that armed him must still be held accountable for their actions. Our goal on behalf of our clients is to make this community and our nation safer and prevent other mass shootings. Gendron, a white male who was 18 at the time of the attack, was fueled by white supremacist ideology. He drove more than 200 miles to carry out a murderous rampage that specifically targeted white people, excuse me, black people. Gendron's motive for targeting and attacking black shoppers and employees was clear. His weapons used in the attack and recovered from his vehicle, a bolt-action rifle, a shotgun, and an AR-15 assault rifle were marked with phrases and symbols commonly used by white supremacists. The lawsuit alleges that shortly before 2 p.m. on May 14, 2022, Gendron invited several other users to a chat room on the Discord platform where he posted a link to a live stream as well as a personal statement and personal diary which he had written to justify his violence and inspire future shootings. Approximately 22 minutes into the Twitch live stream, fueled by the knowledge that other users were watching him in real time, Gendron stepped out of his car and began shooting. Gendron's live stream on Twitch lasted approximately 24 minutes and was viewed by roughly two dozen other Twitch users. Twitch stopped the live stream approximately two minutes after the violence started, when the massacre was mostly complete. While only a small number of people viewed the live stream in real time, a video of the massacre was subsequently reposted on other numerous online platforms, including 4chan, Kiwi Farms, KiwiFarms.net, Facebook, and Reddit, along with many other social media platforms. Attorney Elmore and his partners acknowledge that the battle won't be an easy one, but say they are in it for the long haul. Mark Talley pins a new book, 514, The Day the Devil Came to Buffalo. Mark Talley, the son of Geraldine Talley, whose life was taken during the May 14, 2022 Tops Massacre, has penned a new book entitled 514, The Day the Devil Came to Buffalo. It was released on Amazon Monday, the first anniversary of the massacre. The book goes into detail regarding the relationship between my mother and I and how I felt after 514, he told WBEN last week. Some of the trials and tribulations I had to go through during my 20s when I had severe partial complex epilepsy and everything regarding the immediate aftermath of stuff we have to deal with behind the scenes after the terrorist attacks. He said the book is not a self-help book. There's no way of overcoming this grief, no way of overcoming pain, he continued. The hope, he said, is that his word story can help somebody. Mark Talley is the founder and director of Agents for Advocacy. He was inspired to create this charity after his mother was killed in the top shooting. He will be doing book signings in June at Fitz Book and Waffles. More details will be made available on Agents for Advocacy's Facebook and Instagram pages. Malcolm X Day is observed on May 19th every year in the United States. It is used to show appreciation for Brother Malcolm, who is a civil and human rights leader. Malcolm X, original name Malcolm Little, Muslim name El Haji Malik El Shabazz, was born May 19, 1925 in Omaha, Nebraska. 
He was an African-American Muslim minister who was a vocal advocate for black empowerment. Malcolm X is credited with, ra with raising the self-esteem of black Americans since he reconnected the people with their African heritage. He was assassinated February 21, 1965 at the Audubon Ballroom in Harlem, New York. Malcolm X Day serves to appreciate and celebrate the works he did in his time and the impact he had on society. May 19th has been an official holiday in the municipality of Berkeley, California since 1979, with city offices and schools being closed. It has been an official state holiday in the state of Illinois since 2015, and it has also been observed in Missouri since 2019. Remember Malcolm. The Honorable James McCloyd to deliver keynote address at SUNY at Fredonia commencement. Fredonia alum Honorable James A.W. McLeod will deliver the 2023 morning commencement address at SUNY at Fredonia this Saturday, May 20th, in the Steel Hall. He is the great nephew of educator Mary McLeod Bethune. The Honorable McLeod graduated from State University College at Fredonia and then attended the University of Buffalo Law School where he earned his JD degree. He was admitted to the New York State Bar. In March 1975, he began his legal career by becoming the second African-American attorney in Buffalo history to be hired as an associate attorney with a major law firm. McLeod was elected to the bench in 1999, then re-elected in 2009 and 2018. He retired in 2019. He is a proud member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity. May 19th is known as the Black Moon. This month's new moon, May 19th, is known as the Black Moon. This new moon is a time of good luck, a time to rest, quiet self-reflection, and a fantastic opportunity for manifesting. A black moon's meaning is associated with prosperity and good fortune. Black moons are a unique and magical time because they're rare. Black moons are intensified new moons, which are lovely for manifestations, creativity, new chances, and opportunities. This lunar cycle is connected with increased intuition, spiritual growth, and self-awareness. During this time, you can connect with your higher power and gain clarity on your life's purpose. Allow new opportunities and experiences into your life. Black moons show you what limitations are holding you back. Release these limiting beliefs to make your way for new beginnings in your life. Join the Food Access and Wealth Building Mission May 21st from 1.30 to 3 at Fellowship World Church at 878 Humboldt Parkway for Black Church Food Security Network Conference with keynote speaker Reverend Dr. Heber Brown. Space is limited to two to three representatives. You must RSVP at Monique Durant at AOL.com or for questions call 716-883-0529. That's 716-883-0529. In May, in the Community Planner, Spring Service Day, the Tool Library, Norfolk Avenue, Block Club Number 1, Spring Service Days, 2023, William L. Gator Parkway Spring Cleanup and Tree Stewardship, Saturday, May 20th. Meet at 10 a.m. at the corner of Norfolk Avenue and East Delavan at 1016 East Delavan. For info, call 716-510-1745 or visit https.org.
slash slash thetoollibrary.org slash service slash. Animal Adventures at Saturday Academy, May 20th. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Charles P. Drew Science Magnet School at 1 Martin Luther King Park. Animal Petting Zoo, Pony Rides, Rock Climbing Wall, Grown Folkline Dancing, Henna Art, Bingo, and more family-friendly adv- uh, activities. Breakfast and lunch will be served, and the event is free. afro Ecology Fest, Health, Wellness, Roots, Arts, and Culture at Lincoln Memorial United Methodist Church, 641 Maston, Saturday, May 20th and Saturday, May 27th from 12 to 4. Food, vendors, and DJ Ross Muada. In June, the Jefferson Avenue Friday Night Live every Friday evening starting June 2nd and continuing till August 25th from 5.30 to 9. Jefferson and East Utica Street Shopping Plaza free. DJs, food trucks, family entertainment, dancing and vendors, and more. To become a sponsor or for more info on how to participate, go to Buffalo Funk Fust, excuse me, Funk Fest Foundation Facebook page. I'm going to say that fast. Buffalo Funk Fest Foundation Facebook page. The University United Festival, Saturday, June 10th and Sunday, June 11th, now accepting vendor applications. Deadline is May 22nd. 716-245-8332 or via email at mreed at buffaloni.gov. You've been listening to a reading of articles and features from the May 2023 issue of The Challenger. Your reader has been Sandra Bond. Thank you for listening. Let us continue with the reading of articles and features from The Challenger on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Councilmember Martin Leeds, colleagues in calling for ending penal slavery of incarcerated people in New York State prisons. Resolution seeks to provide labor protections for incarcerated people in New York State. Rochester City Council Member Stanley Martin, with the support of fellow council members May Lupin, Vice President East District, Kim Smith at large, and Jose Payo, Northwest District, has called on the governor and state legislature to pass legislation ending the penal slavery of incarcerated people in New York State. In New York State, prisons incarcerated workers are forced to work in inhumane conditions with unfair wages while private corporations profit from their labor. This is modern-day slavery, and it must be abolished, Councilmember Martin said. In a memorializing resolution signed May 1st, council members urged the state to pass the No Slavery in New York Act and the Fairness and Opportunity for Incarcerated Workers Act. The two pieces of proposed legislation sponsored by State Senator Zelenor Myrie and Assemblymember Harvey Epstein aim to provide labor protection and fair wages to incarcerated workers, allowing them to become financial contributors to their families and communities. We must end slavery in the United States once and for all, Council Vice President Lupin said. No exceptions. Incarcerated workers are paid very little for their labor, which is used to generate profit for state-run and private entities. Yet it is incumbent on these workers to pay for some food, clothing, toiletries, and phone calls to loved ones throughout their incarceration. The memorializing resolution was sponsored by Council Member Martin and co-sponsored by Council Members Lupin, Payo, and Smith, and will now be forwarded to the full City Council for their consideration. I believe there is a direct correlation between New York 
New York's high incarceration rates and profits from prison labor, Councilman Smith said. I am proud to co-sponsor this human-centered resolution abolishing the prison labor exception within the 13th Amendment. I believe there is a direct correlation between New York's high incarceration rates and profits from New York from prison labor, Councilmember Smith said. I'm proud to co-sponsor this human-centered resolution abolishing the prison labor exception within the 13th Amendment. The 13 Forward Campaign Assistant Action's Family and Friends of Incarcerated Workers Committee, along with other activists in this space, have long been working to end penal slavery and asked Councilman Martin and her colleagues to help champion this cause locally. State Senator Zelnor Myrie and Assemblymember Assembly Harvey Epstein aim to provide labor protections and fair wages to incarcerated workers, allowing them to become financial contributors to their families and communities. Services have been set for Sheriff Earl Colston, accomplished businessman and civic leader. Sheryl Earl Colston, one of the black community's premier business and civic leaders, passed Thursday, May 11th, 2023. Arrangements for service are as follows. Visitation Friday, May 26th at Mount Olive Baptist Church on East Delavan Street, East Delavan Avenue from 6 to 8 p.m. There is a wake Saturday, May 27th at 11 a.m. followed by home, home going service at noon. For decades, Colston Enterprise Mobile Gas Station graced the corner of Fillmore and East Ferry, a gleaming symbol of successful black entrepreneurship and pride. One year, Mr. Colston was the only black mobile dealer to be the keynote speaker at the industry's national convention in Las Vegas. He served on and chaired a number of boards in the community. At press time, no additional information was available. The Buffalo Niagara County chapter of the American Baptist Women's Ministry is hosting a spiritual retreat from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Saturday, May 20th at the Reverend Bennett Smith Family Life Center, 833 Michigan Street. Registration is $30 and begins at 8.30 a.m. A continental breakfast and full lunch will be provided. We invite the community to join us for a day of prayer and spiritual enlightenment. For further information, contact M.A. Baskerville. M-A-B-A-S-K-E-R-V-I-L at earthlink.net. Mrs. Geraldine Rhodes, Daniel is the, Rhodes Daniels is the chapter president. The Urban Christian Ministries will host a fundraising dinner Saturday, May 20th from 4 until 8 p.m. at Randall Baptist Church, 6301 Main Street, Williamsville. Reservations are required. Call 716-882-9472. Free will offering will benefit after-school and summer programs on Buffalo's east side. Do you or, or someone you know care for a family member with memory impairment living at home? Perhaps you would love to do you would love a break to do errands, attend your doctor's appointments, go to lunch with a friend, or relax. The Metropolitan United Methodist Church, located at 657 Best Street, that's at the corner of Herman, Buffalo, will offer respite services with trained volunteers, supervised fun activities, crafts, music, singing, and lunch for your loved one, all at no charge. Metro Circle of Love Respite Program will be held the second Friday of each month from 10 to 2 p.m. It's sponsored by the Alzheimer's Association of Western New York. Applications are now being accepted. Are you interested? Please contact Linnell Reed at 716-891-5652. That's Linnell Reed at 716-891-5652 or Metro... M Church, that's M E T R O U M Church at gmail.com. For more information 
or to sign up. Linnell Reed is the coordinator and Angela R. Stewart is the pastor. Friends Incorporated at Dorothy J. Collier Community Center, 118 East Utica Street, is a great asset to our Eastside community, and the more help we have, the more effective we will be, and we need your help. Volunteers are a driving force behind the work that we do, and we would love to have you come and volunteer with us. Join us in our mission to provide quality services that educate, encourage, empower, and support happy, healthy community members and a safe, stable, supportive community. Call 716-882-0602. God bless you. PFC David Evans, a member of the 977th Military Police Company in Fort Riley, Kansas, was tragically killed on May 25, 2003, in the line of duty in Iraq. According to military officials, PFC Evans was killed in an explosion at a facility which contained Iraq ammunition. David Jr., also known as Little David Usher, was born to Esther E. Macklin and David Evans Sr. on November 18, 1984. He attended Buffalo Public School number 53 and number 11, was part of the Macedonia Boy Scouts, graduated from Kensington High School in, in June 2002, where he was a star athlete and member of the Kensington track team. He enlisted in the U.S. Army immediately after graduating from Kensington. By all accounts, he was well on his way to making his dream of working for the FBI a reality. He is the recipient of several distinguished awards, including a Bronze Star and the Purple Heart, which is the highest award bestowed by the, by the military. Upon his death, a scholarship was set up in his memory, which is currently not active, but the family hopes to see it active in the near future. David gave his life to the Lord under the passionate, pastorate care of Reverend Paul J. Walker of the True Vine Christian Center in Buffalo. He will be remembered for his bright smile that lit up the room, his laugh, his kind heart, his soul, his loyalty, his diligence, and his dedication. He died as a soldier of the U.S. Army, but now he serves as a soldier for the Lord. Juneteenth events in 2023. On June 9th, there will be the flag raising at 12 p.m. at Niagara Square. June 8th through the 15th, there will be Sankofa days, and you need to see the schedule for that. On June 17th and 18th will be the Juneteenth Festival, and that will be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at MLK Park. The parade will be at 11 a.m. on Saturday, June 17th. And on June 21st, the Maffa Ceremony at 6 p.m. at Broderick Park. For more information, visit www.buffalojuneteenth.com. That's www.buffalojuneteenth.com. Elevated Drill and Dance Team will showcase their dance and drill t tribute to some of your favorite artists with special guests on Saturday, May 27th at the Varsity Theater at 3165 Bailey from 3 until 7 p.m. The show is hosted by Julian Russell, the mayor, with guest DJ Rob Nass. General admission is $23.18. Tickets are available at Eventbrite. For more information, email ewaydrillteam2 at gmail.com. Summer Youth Basketball at the Gloria J. Parks Community Center, 3242 Main Street, will start in June. Every Wednesday beginning June 14th, Boys Varsity Basketball. Every Thursday beginning June 15th, 
girls varsity basketball every Friday beginning June 16th, boys JV basketball leave, and all games played at the Gloria Park Center between 5 and 9 p.m. For more information, text Kevin Ferguson at 716-400-4159. And here's an African proverb for you to contemplate today. Sticks in a bundle are unbreakable. Brick, Buffalo Academy Charter School is partnering with the King Urban Life Center to host the first annual Brick Community Day on May 20th from 2 to 5 at 945 Genesee Street. The event will feature food, a live DJ, bounce houses, and local community vendors. Brick Buffalo Academy will be opening this fall and is currently accepting applications for kindergarten and first grade. On-site applications and enrollment will also be available. For more information on the event, please contact Lacole Brumfield at 716-308-2885 or L. Brumfield at at brickeducation.org. That's L-B-R-U-M-F-I-E-L-D at brickeducation.org. What are the politics of nature? Who owns it? Where is it? What role does it play in our lives? Does it need to be tamed? Are we ourselves natural? Join editor Erin Sharkey for her book tour in Buffalo for a darker wilderness. The tour kicked off May 15th at Unity's Church of Buffalo and continues on May 23rd at UB Food Lab, Hayes Hall, room 403 at 6 p.m., May 24th at Burning Books, 420 Connecticut Street, 7 p.m., and May 25th at Just Buffalo Literacy Center at 468 Washington Street at 7 p.m. In a darker wilderness, a constellation of luminary writers reflect on the significance of nature and their lived experience and on the role of nature in the lives of black folks in the United States. Sharkey will read and reflect on this remarkable project. The book is available at burningbooks.com and milkweed.org and soon to be available as Zawidi Books. Buffalo's Next Generation of Filmmakers released a feature-length movie called Levi, which opens May 28th. Eula Banks will be making a major directorial debut this month. The 25-year-old creative is one of the visionaries behind the Buffalo-bred film Levi. The crime drama set to premiere May 28th at the North Park Theater is the first feature film Banks has been part of. Known for her insightful visual work, the rising creative was sought after was a sought after by was sought after by rock actor, writer, and executive producer of the film Khalil Carr. This duo, along with co-writer Tiana James and assistant director Thomas Rivera, is the driving force behind the execution of the highly anticipated film, a significant and impressive undertaking for a group of young people. I got that script February 27th, Banks said. We started doing the casting call a week and a half later. The script was dope. For Banks, the timing of Levi was perfect. With a few short films already... 
The following program is intended for listeners who are blind, have low vision, or another print disability that makes reading, holding a book, or turning a page difficult or impossible. The content is copyrighted by the respective publishers. For more information, please visit us on the web at nfradioreading.org. Your Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service now presents a reading of articles and features from the Buffalo News for Friday, May 26, 2023. Your readers today are Cheryl Ferris and J.J. Patek. And we'll start out with the weather as we usually do. We have plenty of sunshine today with a high of 69 and clear tonight with a low of 46. Delightful tomorrow with sunshine, a comfortable start to the holiday weekend. The high will be 74. And the low will be 54. Sunday will have pleasant with sunshine and a great day to be outside with a high of 79 and a low of 54. 